Gates. Mystery. Monster Mayhem. We'll remember you forever, Eddie. Through the sacrifice you made, we can't believe the price you paid. For love. Do you want to do your intro? Yeah, you take you some know, sips first. Get yeah, in there. I, I had to take some sips. This mug is on the porch. It's fucking huge, man. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, it's gonna make me. Uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pee. Yes, yeah, it's gonna happen. I'm like, what's his name? Craig. Yeah. I can drink my tea like a man. <laughs> that, that fucking pussy. <laughs> He's the fucking tea pussy. He's look. He's a special boy. Okay, he had never had tea before. <laughs> well, he's had tea now. So yeah. now he's a tea professional. Yeah. Don't leave your uncle tea bag hanging. Nope. <laughs> and when he was trying to drink that tea, and, and like I'm like, just fucking sip it. I mean, look, we're also we're playing characters on this show. I know. I know. And, and Craig likes to play like a like a dummy. Oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, I guess just from uh, like you said, he reminds me of right. uh, of uh, Ryan Mack, who I know. Yes. So, yeah. Craig, if you're hearing this, I do like you. I'm gonna make fun of you, but I do. <laughs> I do like you. Yeah. From he what, and I are uh, thinking about doing a little side show. When you, his, you did mention that what uh, series? Is, what's the topic of the side show? I don't know. We don't know yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Still kicking it around. Kick it around. Kick that can. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, let's get into this. Yeah. So, uh, hello, everybody. This is uh, Epion 5, and sitting with me is Brian Aerosol Pro. Hello. Love Whoa. to do it. It's Aeros- been a minute. It has been a minute. It's been a long... You're listening to M3 with E5, uh, Mystery Monsters and Mayhem. It has been a while since you've heard me. Normally, I'm supposed to do one episode a month. Yeah. I did you, not. I disappeared last month. You remember when you approached me and you were like, I think I want to do a podcast. Yeah. And, and you were like, yeah, I think I want to do like a, like a weekly series. And yeah. I, and in my mind, I was like, there's no way yeah. we're going to be able to keep up with that schedule. I, <laughs> I had the best intentions. No, that's true. That Some, true. Yeah. Something happened. Some people know this. Uh, Sometimes shit happens. Yeah. So. Who are you going to call <laughs> yes, have some. Um, <laughs> despite my best efforts, and I, I gotta say, I, I lasted a long time. Yeah, I, I, I. It's 2022. Finally got COVID. Still haven't. I. <laughs> good for you, because uh, it's it was awful. I am vaccinated. I am boosted. I am fully 5G. This is your second time. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I've, I'm vaccinated. I've been boosted. No, I mean second time with COVID. No, right? first time. Oh, really? No, oh, never, yeah, never had right. it. Never the, had it. The first, your symptoms were like shitty. That basically had like long COVID from yeah. from the boosters or whatever. Yeah. So when yeah. I when I got my vaccination, and this was probably going to fuel uh, anti-vaxxers, you'd be like, hey, see, this is why you can't get vaccinated. That's okay. That's get, what they sound like. Get polio they get sound like that. Yeah. Which <laughs> that's back, by the way. I yeah. made a joke. I think in one of their first yeah. episodes that yeah. the iron lung is com- coming back. And guess what? Invest now. Polio's back. <laughs> so, yeah. I know where I'm going to start investing in stocks. Right. And that's the iron lung. Um, no, I when I got my vaccination, everybody that gets vaccinated, they, they usually get sick for a day or so. And then I... Yeah, I, it's just like a shit, really shitty cold. Yeah. Like body aches and yeah. stuff. And then I started feeling like that. And then I was like, oh, fuck. And then uh, I, I took the COVID test. And like I, I ended up being positive, mm. and um, but the thing, the thing that sucked about it, and the thing that really pissed me off was the day that I tested positive. 
um, I think it was the day I tested positive, or it might have been the day before, was the day I was supposed to leave for a convention that we were both doing. Yeah. And that was Days of the Dead Indianapolis, which turned out to be not the best show. Not the best, but I was... Still, the money would have been nice. I was very upset that I had to miss it. I did the right thing, and I canceled going, but I was very upset and missing it because even though... um, Thing is, conventions. Here's a little art talk. We're gonna do some art talk, <laughs> yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. This is yeah. boring art talk. So, what, is this a mystery monster or a mayhem? This is so. a. This is this is a business episode. <laughs> <laughs> papers, We've already talked papers. about stocks in the Iron Lung. Yes. Yeah. So that's mayhem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this, I guess this would kind of be a mystery because this is the life of an artist. It isn't and that it's the, a where mystery? Is on ben? Yeah, that is a mystery. <laughs> Which is a mystery as well. Um, yeah. So the thing about why Days of the Dead was important to do it for me was because, A, you live in Indianapolis, which is where the show is at, which is like only a two-hour drive for me, and I would not have to pay for a hotel. Cost nothing. It literally would cost nothing for me to do the show, other than the cost of the booth and the prints. Yeah. Because normally, just to give you out there, anybody who's like, you know, I think I want to do a con, here's the deal. Uh, If you want to do a convention out of state or something... You're going to spend like 350 bucks for a table. Then you're going to have to buy prints, which yeah. could be anywhere for like 100 bucks, or, or even more depending on how many you buy or where you get them from. There's some overhead. Yeah. yeah. Then you're going to have to get a hotel. And guess what? Yeah. Hotels have an insane amount of tax. So even if you get a cheap hotel for three days, you're looking at like 300 bucks. Yeah. And they, yeah. they stopped doing away with the free breakfast. Ever since COVID, they don't do the free breakfast anymore. Fuckers. So you're going to have to pay for food on top of that. Yeah. And then there's the gas to get out there. So minimum cost to do a con out of state is like $1,000. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Usually I'm like, typically whatever the table is, just take that number and double it. Because that's pretty much exactly what you're going to be spending initially. As and and you go cheap because you try to find cheap Airbnb. Oh, geez. The, the people at the last con were like, how'd you do? And I was like... I pretty much talk like you do, where I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it's like, I've done them long enough that I can pretty much moneyball them now. Yeah. Where I'm like, like, I stay in Airbnbs 40 minutes outside of the venue. Sure. Because I get good enough gas mileage. I'll sleep in the Honda Fit. I'll sleep in the weirdest fucking places just to to make a buck. Save money. And that's... Memphis, I slept in, a, in an RV in someone's backyard. Yeah, and I it sounds awesome. <laughs> I, I'm jealous, actually. I mean, I, I went to the hotel for the Joe Bob's Jamboree, I think the day before you got there, and, you know, to see, like, if I could set up or anything. And she was like, yeah, set up's tomorrow. Are you guys staying in the hotel? And I was like, no. And she's like, why aren't you staying in the hotel? And I said, because I'm staying in an Airbnb. And she was like, is that cheaper than our hotel? And I said... Miss, I'm sleeping in an RV in somebody's backyard. It's only, it's only $35 a night. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is much cheaper. So, yeah. Days of the Dead, even if it's not profitable, it was going to be a moneymaker for me. And the idea was I was going to make enough money to use that to then invest Snowball in, into, the into paying for the next one, which is the one I really wanted to do, which is Flashback in Chicago. Yeah. And I, I always do. I always make a profit at Flashback in Chicago. I have a lot of Chicago collectors. That con would have been a moneymaker for me. I stayed in a dude's basement <laughs> See? for fifty dollars a night. Yeah, forty minutes outside of oh, the venue. Well. And the other thing about Flashback is yeah. I was going to stay with my friend Bob right. for free. For free. So it would have yeah, been again. That sucks. But because no I had to cancel Days of the Dead, I did not make any money. 
And this pisses me off, too. And here's another thing. Um, booths are non-refundable. Yeah. And if, you, if you're lucky, they might transfer your booth to another show. But Days of the Dead did not do that. So they kept my money. I lost it. I lost my booth. And although I think you took my table. Kind of. Okay. <laughs> Either way. They would have just sold, they sold, probably sold my table or my space to somebody else. So they made double off what I paid yeah. and kept my money and I got nothing and I was out. I didn't make any money, obviously, because I was sick, which meant I had to cancel Flashback, which means I had to cancel Horror Hound, which is next month, which means I had to cancel shows for the rest of the year. Pretty much, aside from yeah. tomorrow's. Yeah, I'm doing one show tomorrow, which is like, I- that's in the past now. Yeah, it's the yeah. This episode doesn't come and, out. And that show is an easy, it's a good show because it's so cheap. It's like 80 bucks for a table. Yeah. There's no hotel involved. Right. Um, so, yeah, so COVID basically fucked me over for the rest of the year. And now I have to try to make a living off of nothing but website sales. Yeah. But it's also like, we don't, we don't work within the confines of like a fiscal year. Right. There's no break for us. So this could even roll over into next year. Yes. Really, and the only way is for you to get out from under this weird rock rolling down a hill by just, like, gambling on shows. Well, I started thinking about doing an OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, no, hear me out. I I know you're probably thinking, like, like, are you talking, like, sex stuff? No, I'm talking, like, a sexy... It'll be sexy, because it's... I don't see what's so sexist about it. It's going to be an OnlyFans... Of me in the basement talking like Dave Mustaine. Oh. So. Well, that's, I've been getting that for free. I know, but other <laughs> people have to pay for it. It'll be me walking around saying like, what do you mean I talk like Dave Mustaine? <laughs> talk like Dave Mustaine every day. I am Dave Mustaine. I can, I can preach to this. I can give a testimonial. You're going to want to pay to see this. Honestly. <laughs> and you know the funny thing? It, it's so fucking stupid. I'd probably make money at it. You probably would. I probably would make more money than my art. Don't don't you have like a Patreon or some shit? I do, and I haven't updated it in two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oddly enough, I still get money from it. Every month I get like 30 bucks. So there are people who bad. have not canceled. Yeah, that's nice of them. I know. So yeah. thank you, whoever, whoever's... Following my Patreon. Thank you. I'm sorry I never posted anything yeah. more. It's just, the problem is, like, who has, you don't have I don't time. have time. Yeah. All I do is I wake up and I try to make as many spray-painted heads because that's the only way I'm going to make ends meet. And I do not want to go back to Ubering because it's awful. I feel the way about uh, NA meetings that you do about Ubering. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend recently who, who had some problems. And yeah. they were like, do you want to go to some meetings with me? And I said... The beauty of me being sober is that I don't have you to don't go have to, to meetings no, ever no. again. <laughs> no. And that's how you feel about Ubering. It's yeah, like, I do not. You don't know it's bad until you have to Uber right. again. Now, now, and to be fair, I know some people Uber and love it, but the town that I live in is fucking awful. It's not very profitable. No, it's all college kids and they don't tip. Yeah. And you can only make a living if you tip. And it, it's... Which it's, is weird, because they're driving around using mommy and daddy's money. You'd think they'd be throwing it around left and right. They throw it around in the bars. Oh, okay. Actually, gotcha. I actually gotcha. remember... Here's a dumb Uber story. I picked up some girls, and I was driving them three blocks to a fucking bar because they couldn't walk. Yeah, I did Uber and, Eats, so yeah. I would do that with McDonald's yeah. orders. Oh, yeah, chicken Pick nuggets. up McDonald's, drive three blocks, get a dollar twenty tip. This girl in the backseat was talking about um, how much money she spends at the bar because her parents called her. 
And uh, she was using the card that they gave her to buy $100 of drinks every night for her and her friends. Jesus Christ. Did not tip me. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So, sincere thank you. (laughs) Sincere thank you from the bottom of my heart to all the anti-vaxxers who didn't get vaccinated. Because believe it or not, you fucked. You fucked us over. You fucked me over. Yeah. I know some of you out there are going to be like, well, I didn't just tell my fault you got COVID. And if you got, COVID, if you got the vaccine, why did you get COVID? <laughs> and honestly, yeah, that's, that's what I, that's what they sound like. Yeah. Um, so here's a little science for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's dumb that I'm breaking down science. I'm saying this because I have family members that are going to listen to this. Oh, cool. And they're not vaccinated. Oh, fun. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Vaccinations work. If everybody gets it. It's starting to feel like a manifesto. I know. It, yeah. <laughs> it's the FBI manifesto. Everybody gets it. Yeah. It can't spread and it works. Right. As long as there are some people who are like, oh, you're not going to get it. Go, go, go. go. Right. Um, They're going to get it and spread it to everybody. Then then it just will keep spreading and mutating so that the vaccine that I got a year ago doesn't work so well against the new strain that evolved because you didn't you didn't get vaccinated. Yeah. And then I had to cancel Days of the Dead. <laughs> and if I go back to Uber, and I swear to God, man, I will. I'm going to write some songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a threat. Yeah. Wow. If you want to hear those songs, uh, you can find those on his OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> I, almost, yeah, I almost lost the T there. Mm-hmm. Dave Mustaine will be singing about anti-vaxxers, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It'll be awesome. Yeah, I don't. Look, I don't want to... You had a great spot. <laughs> <laughs> At Days of the Dead? You had a really yeah. great spot. Yeah. And um, as soon as I saw where I was at, I was like, oh, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I know Epion's not coming. I Yeah, just... so I just took your sheet and my sheet. And I just swapped them. I just swapped them. <laughs> um, yeah, so fine. at the show, they had the vendors in two different rooms. Yeah. Um, they had one set where, like, the Mask Fest is for okay. Horror Hound, you know? Yeah. And then they had one that's in that normal hall. None of the celebrities were in either of those rooms. That's weird. But uh, the normal hall did not have air conditioning. Ugh. And they were in, like, a Ugh. block formation. So they were packed in super tight. And uh, my table was next that's to... A lot of, that's a lot of that's sweat. That's a lot, that's a lot, lot of sweat being. with no... With no air conditioning. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And my table was butted up against a dude who had a full, like, display that took up his entire space. Like, I'm pretty sure he had to crawl under his table <laughs> to get, ah, yeah. to get yeah. in there. Those guys. And it was solid. Like, yeah. it was like plywood, so you couldn't oh. see me through his display. Yeah. So I was going to get passed over by everybody coming into that show. And uh, your table, unfortunately, and I'm sorry about no, this. No, hey, I, I just, it went to something Was good. in the other room that, that was had air conditioning. Okay. And was right next to the door when people walked in. Prime visibility. It's a really good. good spot. Yeah. They like you. They don't like me. Well, <laughs> if they like me, I wish they would have transferred my table or refunded Well, they me. also like money more than you. They do. And that's fair. Of yeah, them. that's so fine. Like, they that's love fine. money. Yeah. So it's a very profitable show. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I'm I kind mean, of doing all the shows that you wanted to do. Yeah. Oh, I know. You got shows coming up. I which do. is I'm awesome. sorry. No, it's fine. I want you to make money. I want you to be there so we can eat food. Yeah, I know. And Fuck. hang out. I yeah. feel bad. The thing that makes me mad about it, too, is like, I was seriously down for, I was sick for a week, and then even the week after, I couldn't do work. Yeah. Um. So I, I have fallen so far behind in orders right. that, like, 
I am broke right now, and technically I need to do a sale right now, but I can't because I still owe like 30 heads that I have to make and ship out before I can do a new sale, so I am scraping by. Have you... I'm always trying to think of ways to streamline the process, and it seems like it's nearly impossible to it streamline. Is. What if you just didn't resin heads? I, I wouldn't really change that much. Really? Yeah, I, I think the OnlyFans is the way to go. <laughs> Okay. The Dave Mustaine only fans. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, that that sucks. That's where I've been. Uh, I've just been working and trying to catch up. Um, and then you know I was feeling good. I was feeling good. Like I was, I was busting ass, making heads, making heads, making oh, progress. I was doing research for this episode. And I was so excited for what this episode. The last episode was depressing because we yeah. talked about our fathers. Yeah, that was a great time. That was that was a tragedy episode. We I think we got some stuff out, and I think we're closer as friends because of it. I'm curious if anybody actually listened to that episode. It's got some downloads. Fuck, I'm so yeah. sorry for those people. I think it's like in the high fifties. All right, whatever. Maybe low sixties. It was a rough one, but it was good. You know. Um, so I was excited for this this episode that we we're going yeah. to do today. We were going to double back to cryptids. We were going to to fun shit. <laughs> to, to the fun shit. I was yeah. so excited. So I'm just going to tell everybody today we we were going to talk about Mokele Mombembe, the living dinosaur baby. Yup, nope. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, and it's weird. I've seen it spell. I've seen how it's spelled, but I've heard it pronounced different ways. As a child, I. Pronounced it Mogele Mbembe. It's an African. Yes. But it's spelled with a K, which is interesting because, you know, Kung Fu is spelled with a K. But if you actually listen to Bruce Lee and Intergongs, yeah, it's like a G, Kung Fu. Yeah. So, Mokele. Mokele. Yeah, it's got like a weird G, K, so it's like Mokele Mbembe. Now, this is coming from a man who can't pronounce a restaurant. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I give zero shits about restaurants. Shut up. Um, (laughs) But I love. Mukele Mumbembe. Yeah. I'm trying to get your your yub nubs going. Oh, you know what's funny about the yub nubs? I don't. Yeah. So, (laughs) my friend Laura, shout out to Laura. Yeah. uh, Her and Sean went to see like a surf rock fan of the show. Fan of the show. Yeah, Sean Stella. He likes to criticize your, how you perform. That's fine. I know. He sounds like some of my exes. (laughs) (laughs) He loves you. God. So, Sean and Laura went to a surf rock concert recently, and Laura, she she texted me from the show saying that, you know, how do you really applaud surf rock? So, she was, after every song, she would say, can I get a yup? No! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. She's really trying to spread it. So, I'm just saying, this is our campaign. Yeah. Um, So, I was so excited. I was doing research on... I mean, I already know a lot about Mukele Mbembe, and I was doing research More on him. anyone should. I honestly, <laughs> yes. Yes. He's considered the last living dinosaur of the Congo, and, and uh, I was doing research on the coelacanth. I was doing, uh, like, yes. workup yeah. research, you know? Yeah, this is... Um, I don't get to see you often because you're not doing so many shows. Right. But we'll have very regular telephone conversations, and you'll regale me with things that you've learned about the Miguelie movement. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote a song. Yeah. I wrote a song, and I, I finalized it this past oh, week. Oh. Yeah, I did. Oh, like, shit. I was getting ready for it. I had new lyrics, two verse. I, We're I hold was on to that fucking excited We're for it. This is almost a teaser. Yeah, it is. it's coming. Yeah, that's what this episode was supposed to be. And, and then Thursday night, I found out that one of my oldest friends... 
Sorry, everybody. Trigger warning. Yeah, uh, he killed himself. Yeah, little bit of suicide. How old was he? Um, forty-five. Okay, he was born in seventy-seven. So, uh, it got, it got weird. It got weird. Yeah, because I was like, oh, like everything changed overnight. Um, so this episode, I'm, it's not going to be depressing. Uh, so basically, long story short, Thursday night, Katrina and I were home. She checked Facebook. And we found out that a friend that I have known for 28 years decided to leave this material plane of his own choice. And uh, we found out through Facebook. And obviously, he he was, his name's Ed Lipinski. Uh, He was a huge part of the Rocky Horror community. And which we've like dabbled and touched oh, yeah. upon on here. Yeah, there's going to be an episode about Rocky Horror. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. I'll talk about it because Rocky Horror was a huge part if of my anything, life. The Rocky Horror episode might be more depressing than the talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a two part episode. Yeah, actually. So <laughs> it, it's weird because like when it happened Thursday night, when he decided to check out, and uh, every like there were so many comments on Facebook, like we could not keep up. Yeah. Um, and everybody was just like, what, wh- what is going on? Yeah, what is happening? What is yeah. going on? Because we saw this, like, happen in real time. That's which fucking weird. Which was weird. Yeah, long story short, he, he posted on Facebook saying goodbye. And then, obviously... With dates. With dates. He, yeah. He posted his birthday, and then he posted the date of Thursday with a quote uh, from Arthur Dent from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I can't remember the exact quote, but it was like uh, something along the lines of, I just could never do Thursdays. And then and then just a simple apology. Sorry, everyone. And he posted like a picture of himself giving like the thumbs up. like mm-hmm. a, and, and so, like, obviously, the comments just started popping off like boom 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 comments like ed please what what's going on call us yeah. and obviously people were calling i text i texted him which my my text was like uh, you better be fucking around yeah um but it all he turned his phone off it went to voicemail um somebody called the cops to do a wellness check the cops went there and then one of our friends who was on scene couldn't get the details because he wasn't a family member but the cops made it abundantly clear that he was no longer with us so, like, the community was just in shock and awe because we would travel to conventions all across the country. So, I should explain, like, I joined a Rocky Horror cast in, like, 1993 or f- 94, I think. It's weird, man. Like, Rocky Horror has shadow casts in, like, yes. every major city. Yeah. Some even not so major cities. No. Yeah. Some cities that are, uh, to quote Mike Probiglia, just an Applebee's with a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and they're all pretty connected. Like, yeah. People know people. Yes. It's very weird. It was, you know, and thinking back, it was even weirder back then because the internet was yeah. new, but we yeah. weren't using it. Yeah. You were still in the age of like zines we, and mesh, we had boards. We had a phone list. Yeah. Of, of the cast. So in like 94, I joined the local Rocky Horror cast and Ed was in the cast and that's how I met him and became friends with him. It's like and, Crown Point area? Uh Merrillville, indeed. Well, okay. the the theater was on the border between Merrillville. Um, it's actually we pronounce it Merrillville, but there's an L on there, so right, right, right. Merrillville. This, yeah, this is how you've learned. You've been lied to your whole yeah, life. So it's, <laughs> the, the theater was called the Crossroads. It was okay. on the border between Merrillville and Gary, and it was just a two screen theater. I mean, it was like just a shitty theater, but that was its charm. Yeah, especially for Rocky yeah, Horror. Exactly. So. They had open auditions. I auditioned to be Riff Raff. I got the part. Next thing I know, every weekend, I was hanging out with these fucking degenerates. Yeah. And it was awesome. Like, this is a little bit of what we'll talk about in the Rocky Horror Show, but 
And high, high school was fine for me. It wasn't awful. But I don't really talk to anybody from high Except for a couple people. Same. I don't care. I got a reunion coming up next month. And I, I didn't even respond. I'm not going. Yeah, I think my... Yeah, my 20 is coming up soon. Yeah, my 30 is coming up. Yeah. So, I, I'm not going. But when I joined the Rocky Horrorcast, these are the people that where I actually felt like I, I feel real. Right? Yeah. I could be myself. And so, Ed was a, a very large guy. And when I say large, I mean literally and figuratively. He was overweight. Very large, but awesome. Like a very chubby angel baby face. And a very funny guy. Uh, so, it's, it's just... Like the community is like, what the fuck? Like, how could he? How could he do this? How could he leave? Like, he always seems so happy, right? That, he, that thing, he, you know. I'm, I'm literally wearing an Anthony Bourdain shirt. Right. That's what we're yeah. talking about. To- Tony Bowser. Yeah, Tony I, Bowser. I call him Tony Bowser. Yeah. Uh, the thing about Ed was, uh, like, some people say he was an aspiring comedian, but I don't subscribe to that. I I call him a comedian because he was fuck. He was funny. You don't yeah. have to go to a comedy club to be a comedian. Uh, actually, here's a little diatribe. I get angry when people are like, oh, that person's not a comedian because they don't go to clubs. Fuck off. This is like that time when you yelled at me when I said I didn't think I was an artist. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, I had a conversation with a girl once and we were talking about musicians. And, yeah. and she said, well, you can't call yourself a, a musician if you don't play publicly and put out albums. And I said, bullshit. There are, there are a multitude of musicians who suffer from anxiety who never leave their house and write albums that we'll never hear. Yeah. They're still musicians. Yeah. So, you know, Ed was an uh, extremely funny guy, but he was the guy who would do pre-shows before the... Before oh, the, yeah. yeah. Get the crowd in. To get the crowd going. Yeah. And he was a pro at it, man. And he would do these really long-ass pre-shows. I, I, I should explain what was cool about the pre-shows is, like, you travel the country, you go to other Rocky Horror shows, everybody does a pre-show of some kind to get the crowd ready for what they're about to see. Oh, the virgins. There's usually dildos yeah, involved. some kind of virgin <laughs> contest. Yeah. So, we were from the Midwest. We were from the Northwest Indiana, Chicago-ish area. It's all, it's all the same. The region. The region, as they call it. And I thoroughly believe that that particular region has a specific type of humor. Mm. I think if you travel the country, there are certain types of humor that are indicative and representative of the areas around yeah. them. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Northwest Indiana is just, a, it's an awful fucking depressing place. Yeah. It is horrible. I'm sorry. If you love it, great. I'm happy for you. But I mean, this is like Gary in the decline. Yeah. If it, you drive through Northwest Indiana. Spoilers. It didn't get better. It, no. <laughs> no. They always yeah. say it's going to, but the uh, politicians just siphon money into their bank yeah. accounts. Yeah. You'll find three types of billboards yeah. in Northwest Indiana. A billboard for mesothelioma, mm. because everybody's got cancer from the from the mills. Right. You'll find a billboard for fireworks, because they're illegal. I was about to guess yeah, that one. Fireworks, yeah. <laughs> and you'll find a billboard for a lawyer, personal injury, or a mesothelioma lawyer. Oh, nice, nice. And now, the added bonus, the bonus billboard, uh, strip club billboards. Oh, hell yeah. Because people, there are so many strip clubs up there, because uh, people are desperate to escape. It's almost the oldest profession. It, yeah. <laughs> In a way. So, that... Midwest, there's, I call it a Midwestern sense of humor. It's very self-deprecating, but it's also very dark. Yeah. It's very... Uh, I have that. Yeah, you have that. <laughs> yeah. It's very dark. It's self-deprecating. Oh. Uh, it's very highly inappropriate. I know some people are going to say, well, that's all humor, but I, I do think it's specific to the area. And having said that, there were three people in the area who did pre-shows that were very similar. Yeah. There was a guy in Chicago named Gene Shuavari who's still with us. He's a Rocky Horror legend. And then you have Sean Stutler and Ed Lipinski. 
and Sean, Ed, and myself, we were in the in the cast called the Pink Invaders. And Sean and Ed both did pre-shows. Like they would kind of alternate and do pre-shows together. What was Sean's character? He was he was just Sean. Oh. He wasn't playing I, a character I in mean, the Shadow Cast? Oh oh yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. The reason I got confused is he also would do characters in a pre-show. Oh, sure, 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 sure. So yeah. Yeah. Uh Sean was Brad. Oh, okay. And then Ed was Eddie. Most of the times I've seen Rocky Horror with a cast, Eddie's usually the pre-show guy. Oh really? Yeah. I never, I never really paid attention to that. Yeah. Like Gene Shivari, the guy I mentioned, he would play Frank, and so Gene's from Chicago, and his style of pre-show was like a a revival, which was awesome. Oh, nice. He would whip the crowd up into a frenzy. He he would even be like, "Can I get an amen?" (laughs) You know, and it was awesome. And not to diss Sean or Ed, but they would. I'm pretty sure they looked to Gene and were like. That's what we want to do as our yeah, pre-show, yeah. but they they made it their own, and the pre-shows were really long. Like we're talking yeah. half hour, forty five minutes before the movie would start, but they were not boring. Like Ed, Ed it's Sean, its show. yeah, it is yeah. its own show. They were able to maintain the audience, and Ed was like very quick witted. Like you you couldn't trip him up, you couldn't heckle him because he would instantly shoot the person down. He was a pro at it, so he was for all intents and purposes a comedian and so that's you know that's why people are like oh my fuck oh he left us like it right there is a vacuum now so like that type of pre-show because sean's not doing rocky anymore and gene i think does it occasionally so you're not going to see that pre-show anymore which is kind of sad it was like a happening you had to experience it to see it i decided this episode i'm just going to tell some fun ed stories because there are a lot of people are like just like obviously hurt and they're like, I saw like a lot of Facebook posts from people that are like, you know, they're crying and they're talking about how sad they are. And that's, that's totally legit. Feel sad. Yeah. But funny thing is like, I called Sean. I called my friend, the touring Colombian. That's her name that she goes by. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, fuck Ed. You know, <laughs> we're like, fuck him. You know, that's how we express love by roasting each other. It's basically like a comedy central roast. Yeah. 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 Cause if I died for whatever reason, Ed would be telling horrible jokes about me. Oh yeah. No, I mean, even, like, even like you and I, the way that we express fondness for each other is by making fun of each other. Publicly. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, like if I can get you to make you uh, be an idiot in front of people we don't know, mm-hmm. that makes me the happiest. Yeah, well, like I got that time I told that I had you talk to that girl about jizz. Yeah, <laughs> that was the happiest I've ever been. Not actual <laughs> literal jizz from penis, but the music created the jazz by, music, the jazz from Star, Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, and the girl had had art of the Cantina Band, and I was like, "Oh, you love jizz? This guy loves jizz too." Michael, tell her about jizz. <laughs> I had to oblige, and, and it was I explained a it. Yeah, she I didn't know. know. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't know what she walked into. Well, yeah, she walked into a puddle of jizz. Uh, yeah, <laughs> see, and Ed Lipinski would do stuff like that. <laughs> we would all do it to each other, and and so I'm just going to share just a couple stories, just please, fun please. stories about Ed Lipinski. So the people who don't know him will be like. That guy's hilarious because he should be known. He should be remembered. And then the people out there that that might be listening to this, I don't know how many people we have listening, they can at least look back and be like, oh, you know, yeah. Because that's, what do you do after somebody commits suicide? Yeah. You can cry, which you can. Go ahead and cry. Actually, I've been telling people, no crying. Yeah. I saw the French Dispatch recently. Oh. Which I liked. And the Bill Murray character in it has a catchphrase, a slogan, which is, no crying. Mm. 
So, like, today I called Sean, and no I crying. said, no crying. <laughs> yeah. No crying. <laughs> and he's and he's like, ah, too late. And I was like, well, you get one. And that was it. <laughs> this is your one for That day. was your one. That's it. So, yeah, just fun stories, because that's, really, that's all you can do. So, uh, I mean, I've already explained kind of who Ed was. Larger than life. Physically larger. Yeah. Uh, funny, comedian guy. And so, these are just some of the shits that we did. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll start out light. Uh, you mentioned about making me do stuff in front of people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, eventually, I moved out of the area. Moved down to Rantoul. And then, I live in Champaign now. Uh, but I make my way up to the Northwest Indiana region, and then I'd see him at, like, a, a theater, you know? So, I so would, how long until you get to Memphis? What's that? How long until you get to Memphis? What like do you mean? just slowly move oh. south? Um, it's <laughs> a good question. I gotta look up. About I, another 30 more years, you'll... I, <laughs> I think gonna make me sound like Ted Kaczynski. I've been looking at climate change and, like, what's gonna be flooded? <laughs> and I'm, like, thinking, like, okay, what hill can I live on? Right. I'm trying to be prepared. Yeah. We should also say before you start your story that there's a tie-in to a previous episode that we've done kind of indirectly connects to Ed as well. Wait, uh, which uh, I'm trying to think. Which is our Night of the Living Dead episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'm going to address some of that. So yeah. use that as a as yeah. a tie-in addendum. Yes. Yes. Anywho, yeah. go on. Um, Sorry, Sean. I interrupted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we finally got some criticism. I love criticism for the show. I, I generally love criticism. I loved it in art school. And we finally got some criticism from Sean. Our, my friend was like, uh, Michael? That's my Sean impersonation. Yeah. Uh, love the show. It's funny. But uh, Brian has a tendency to interrupt you. Which you do. I do, but it... it uh, it's because you're excited. Well, it's also, I can't... It's. And I'm, you have your own show where you talk. I can't just sit here the no, whole I time. I got to be involved in it. I know. And it moves, you know, conversations along, and then we both get involved. Uh, what? It moves conversations along. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fine. And I can be involved in the show that I edit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I digress. So Please. when I go to a, when I would go to a theater and I would walk in and be crowded, be full of just you know people to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show because like Ed was running a cast at the time. Yeah, and I would see him sitting down because he would sit down a lot. Like I said, he was. I a didn't lot. know Ed was leading. So after the yeah, we were in a cast called the Pink Invaders, which yeah. was the '90s cast, and then eventually split up. And then he went to a different theater and, and formed a cast called uh, Help Me, Mommy. I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was he was running that cast. Uh, him and John Davy, I think there might have been Ooh. somebody else running it too. So I would go and see Help Me, Mommy, and I would be sitting there, you know, and we'd see each other from across the room, but we wouldn't, we would not be like, oh hey, what's up? We would, yeah. we would look at each other and lock eyes, like I'm doing with you right now. Yeah, and then the Kill Bill, like, and then no, 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 not like aggressive lock eyes. Yeah. Like we would lock eyes, like sexy lock eyes, oh. but we would not, yeah. be, we would not look at anybody else. Unlike that time you kissed Sean at that wedding. It's true, I did. <laughs> Sean and I kissed each other to yeah. uh, enrage all the bigots at a wedding. Yeah. Which great picture. I there's a picture of it. You should get that framed. Uh, I should. <laughs> there's a picture of a young child seeing two men kiss for the first time. I hope he grows up. Um, <laughs> really inspiring the yeah. next generation. Yes, thank you. Anywho, sexy head. Uh, yeah. So we would look at each other from across the room, and then what would happen is he would slowly take his hand and reach into his jacket pocket while looking at me, never, never breaking eye yeah, contact, yeah. and at, he would slowly pull out of his jacket a wad of cash, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I would see that, and then I would kind of shimmy on over to him, and I'd walk up next to him, and we'd still keep eye contact. 
We were not breaking. We we're not speaking to each other. Yeah. And there's people all around us. <laughs> Brian is pulling out cash right now. Yes. And then what Ed would do is, while looking at me, he would take that cash and shove it into the front of my pants. Oh. At which point, I would then start dancing around and on Ed as sexily and awkwardly as I could. I would twerk on him. Oh. I would get on the ground and lift my uh, like lift my ass up at him. I would lift my shirt up and rub my nipples at him. I would rub his nipples. Yeah. I mean, as dirty as I could possibly be. And I would do it until he would break character and laugh. <laughs> and then, then we would be like, hello, good to see you, hug each other. Right, and, right. and so we would do that all the time. That was our thing. And then... Oh, I know this story. Go on. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> I hope... Yeah. yeah. So then... I know uh, where this one goes. Eventually, it got to the point where um, I would go to the theater. I would see him sit down, sitting down. He would see me. we lock eyes. He'd reach into his, his pocket, pull out some cash. I would sexually saunter over to him, not breaking eye contact. He would then put the cash into my pants, into the front of my pants. And I would start, I'd get ready to dance for him. But he would stop me, and then he would just point at some random person, person I don't know. And I'd say, oh, I, I would <laughs> nod yes. Yeah. And then while looking at Ed, I would then go sexually dance around that person. Some random. Some random person yeah. who just showed up to Rocky Horror. And there's me, bastard. rubbing my nipples. Yeah. Pretending Working. to rub their nipples. And I would do that to this person until Ed would break character and laugh. <laughs> eventually, we had to stop doing that because, you know, safe spaces and triggering became, you can't, you can't just twerk on a stranger. You can't just rub your cock on a stranger. Unfortunately. No. It, those days are gone. Yeah. So, that, that, that was just one of the things that we did that shows how we loved each other. This ever happened like in a supermarket or something? Um, not in a supermarket, <laughs> like in but a it, it did happen in other public yeah. spaces. Is if we run into each other any place, he would yeah. give me money and all right, <laughs> fuck it, I'm, I I will I will dance. Fuck you. Is I, did, I do a similar thing at work because I work in a rest restaurant, mm -hmm. and uh, you Forget know occasionally it. tips will be left on tables, yeah. and the, the the busser or whatever will come and give you money. Yeah, and then I usually just. And then start to get on my knees. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to have to blow this busser. Yeah, you got to. Money. Yeah, you, yeah. you got to earn it. Yeah. Um, and I'm old. I have weak knees. Yeah. You know this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Um, that was fun. Um, <laughs> and we did that to entertain each other. Yeah. And I I thought it was... I mean, it's literally almost a staring contest. It like, is. Like, whoever breaks first loses. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, but we would also like to fuck around for our own amusement by fucking other people over, I guess. Because that that's not, doesn't sound good. No. But that's okay. There's uh, like, what, 12 seasons of Always Sunny? I'm pretty sure that's all they do on that show, yeah, too. Yeah, true. So you're good. So obviously we all have the same mutual friends. We're all in the same cast, you right. know. Um, we're all good friends. We love each other. We have a mutual friend named Matt. You could edit his name out. I don't fucking care. Bleep it out. Uh, Matt always had a tendency to date girls that were awful and we hated his girlfriends for legitimate reasons like i'm not trying to be a dick like he was dating a girl who was you know for lack of a better term uh junkie oh, okay. yeah and she got him hooked on some of the junk and it's like what the fuck are you doing man yeah and then he knocked her up because he's he's a pull out he believes that pulling out is the best method oh he's catholic yes actually yes <laughs> actually yes he's catholic he believes that pulling out works, but I think he has five kids right now. Yeah. So obviously it doesn't. They were never good at math. No. So. Or very rhythmic yeah. to begin with. Matt 
had this girlfriend, and for the life of me, I could never remember her name because he would always call her some fucking pet name, mm. like Honey Angel, Honey Bear, Honey Boo Boo, at all the fucking time. Yeah. And so, like, when Ed would, and I would hang out, we, like, we, we would be like, Honey Angel, Honey Bear, Honey Boo Boo, Honey Angel, Honey Bear, who's the Honey Angel? Well, anyway, uh, Honey Angel was going to have a baby shower, and I was like, you guys, you guys gotta come and support Honey Angel. Gotta, gotta support Honey Angel, Honey Boo Boo Bear. And like, we didn't. So wanna... when she wasn't even in the room. He referred to her as yes. his pet. Yeah, he would call her that. Yeah, it didn't. That's stop. fucking stupid. It is stupid. It is. <laughs> and uh, we're like, we don't, we don't want to go to this fucking baby shower. I don't even know her name. Yeah. No, I'm I know. Not coming. I, I forgot her name. <laughs> I recently had to relearn it the other day. I was like, what was Honey Angel's name? And right. one of my one of my friends was like, it was. Mel- I was like, what? I thought it was Honey Angel. It doesn't sound anything no. like Honey Angel. No. There. You That's just off the top. Yeah. Baby shower is going to take place at our, our friend, the Touring Colombian's house. Touring Colombian, she's cool. She's a cool girl. Cool lady. And she, Touring Colombian, lived in Crown Point in this house. I think we just called it the greenhouse because it was literally an old greenhouse. Oh, it didn't have anything to do with pot. No. Okay. Actually, there probably was pot. <laughs> it, it was literally painting. So... We're like reluctantly have to go to this baby shower. That's a bummer, dude. It is a bummer. Well, Ed knew that Honey Angel Boo Boo Bear had a phobia of clowns. Oh. So, Ed went to Sean Stuller to borrow a clown costume. Nice. You might ask, why does Sean Stuller have a clown costume? Well, that makes sense. Does it? <laughs> yeah. Does it really? It actually does. He, he, <laughs> Sean did a, we went to a convention, in New York Rocky convention, and Sean cosplayed as Tim Curry's It from, oh, yeah. So that's why he had a clown costume. And it was baggy enough that it fit Ed. So Ed went and got the clown costume. I, you know I'm a musical guy. I write songs. You dabble. I dabble. <laughs> I also like to try to play things I don't know how to play. So I had an accordion. Oh. Yeah, a full-size standard old accordion. Never really touched one. You, you haven't? You. Oh, I, I have. Like, okay. I try. I tried gotcha. to figure out how to play because yeah. I generally wanted to learn. I wanted to be They Might Be Giants. A one-man They Might Be Giants. One-man They Might Be Giants, yes. <laughs> Just one half of They Might Be Giants. Think of the half that plays the accordion. I mean, both are named John. I know. So you can't... You're not wrong in saying John. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> here's the party. Yeah. At the greenhouse, everybody's outside. Up pulls a van, right? Honey Boo Boo Bear's outside. Matt's outside, and they're like, "Oh, oh, Ma- Michael and Ed are here. Oh, cool, Honey Boo Boo Bear. Oh, Honey <laughs> Angel, they're here. Oh my God, oh my God!" Van door slides open. Yeah, I assume you got out first. Nope. And started playing. Out comes big old Ed <laughs> as a clown, <laughs> full makeup, oh, everything, exaggerated clown movements. And then I follow him immediately with an accordion. I'm playing, <laughs> playing an oompa pa polka. And Ed just starts walking down the little driveway, swaying oh, side to side. Honey Angel Boo Boo Bear saw that, immediately panics, yeah. and runs into the house because she's having a fit. She's having an attack. It's and like, do your friends not know who your friends are? You would think. <laughs> you would think by now that Matt Canola. So and like if there's a point of weakness, you're gonna explore yes, it. Yes, that's the fun. Yes, <laughs> and like like Matt was awful. Like he would be unrelenting at, at picking on people. So yeah. he was like, "Come on, guys, come on! Like seriously, like this is not cool. This is not cool. Can you stop it? Because like she's really hurting. Can you stop it?" And we were just laughing because like, "Fuck, no, we're not gonna stop." 
It was hilarious. I mean, I barely know these people, and I know them better than, than yeah. they do, apparently. I mean, I mean, the second you were like, Sean tells you that you interrupt people, and I was like, I bet that he also, like, mansplains things. <laughs> <laughs> right, right now, Laura's like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. See? Yeah. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I know these people. Yeah. Because I'm these people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I mean... That's why I told you that my only phobias are uh, snakes and commitment. Mm, yeah. What are you going to do about that? Yeah. You going to throw a snake at me? Please don't throw a snake I, at me. I'm not going to throw a snake <laughs> at you. So that that was a fun that was a fun time dressing up like a clown. That was the only time I ever got to use my accordion. Oh, <laughs> what's with Ed dressing as a clown and terrorizing a? Uh, well, at least you had it for that one time. Yeah, uh, a junkie. The, I think the more disturbing thing is um, was Ed driving the van. No, no, we were sitting. I can't remember who drove us there. We were in the I back. Did, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, so when the sliding door opened, then we spilled out. Right, clown right, right. spills out with right. the accordion behind him, and it's just terrifying. There's something very disturbing about a clown driving a van, mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's very Pogo-esque. Speaking of which, um, when I was set up at Flashback, I was doing some research, and I was like, oh, shit, Convention Center is only seven minutes away from Pogo's house. Oh. So I went to John Wayne Gacy's house while yeah. I was in Chicago. <laughs> that's yeah. fucked up. Anywho, yeah. next story. Whew. That's fascinating. Yeah, fascinating. It really is. Yeah, Ed was uh, was a DJ. By the way, that's how he made a living. He was a DJ at uh, Deja Vu, local strip club up in yeah. the region. Also, where John Davy uh, DJs. John Davy is also a friend of ours. Also, he was in the cast with us. We were all friends together. Um, actually, I thought it was a pretty good job for Ed because he would he would try out material. Mm, yeah, while course. being a DJ. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and everybody loved him. All the strippers loved him. Yeah. And um, a weird sentence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so the thing is, at that there was a time where he was actually living with me, and I had a house in Gary, so I had a fully furnished basement. So he lived in the basement, I lived on the first floor. But our schedules didn't quite coincide because he was a DJ. He would work nights yeah. while I'd be sleeping, and in the daytime he would be sleeping while I was working. He's my getting day home job. at like four in the morning. Yeah. But the thing is, um, I would give him rides to work at night. Like, when I would come home, he would need a ride to work. And, like, this is just a testament to how much he would actually care about people. Um, The strip club was only, like, 10, 15 minutes from where I lived. So, it was, like, no issue for me to drive him to work. I would I would drive him to work, and when we'd pull into the parking lot of the strip club, he would slowly reach into his pocket. (laughs) Pull out a little money. But instead of putting it in my pants, because that's the dancing Right. He would tuck it into my shirt pocket. Uh, he would always give me gas money. Yeah. And I always told him, dude, you don't have to fucking give me gas yeah. money. Like, seriously. But it was always like five, ten bucks every every That's fucking nice. night. Yeah. Yeah, it was just very nice. And uh, so then I would go home. I would go to sleep. And at that time, I was working a job that I absolutely hated and despised. Just a long list of jobs yeah. you hated and despised. This one was the worst. Uh, <laughs> yeah? Mattress salesman. Oh, okay. It's that one. Yeah, that one. That, that yeah. was the mattress salesman, which I've retained all my knowledge. Anybody out there, if you're having trouble sweeping and you need some advice on what kind of mattress to buy, spring or memory phone, I'm the guy to call. Or, I feel like there's been many of advanced technologies in the mattress game since you there has been There has been an advancement of technology, yeah. but uh, yeah. essentially the principles are the same as far as Lumbar's Port Riot. Oh, sorry. It really depends <laughs> on whether or not you are a side sleeper, a back sleeper, or stomach sleeper. And that's how I would sell mattresses. They didn't know that, but I would use that voice. <laughs> Were you wearing a monocle? I was. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny? I found an accordion. I, 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 
I, I actually did fashion a monocle at yeah. the mattress store out of paper clips. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> we need to get into it at some point because I don't understand how mattress stores stay open. They, uh, they, it's, they screw their employees over. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, and, it's all, <laughs> and it's all nepotism. Gotcha. Yeah, so gotcha. that's how it is. That's how it works. Because how many mattresses do you buy? I've um, had the same one for at least seven years now. Yeah, it's. And it's still doing great. Mm, I'm just it's really not. You're, you're cheating yourself. But that's no, okay. it's like when I was like Casper, like Ghost Bed. Oh, okay. Also, as you know, I don't sleep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I'm yeah. not in it that Like, much. technically, I got to get up at 6 o'clock, which is only yeah. a few hours from now, but yeah. uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, so Ed knew that I hated my job. And he actually warned me to not take it. He's like, don't, don't take it. You're going to hate it. I was like, yeah, I don't know. It seems like it will be fun. That's not a sentence. Yeah, what I know. Are you talking about? Yeah, I know. I should have listened to Ed. So I hate getting up in the morning. I have a hard time when I would get up in the this morning. Is true. Still, yeah. to this yeah. day, he would always the strippers would give him a ride home to yeah. my house, and so he would be home up. He had not yet gone to bed every morning, so he would be sitting in the kitchen, like reading a comic because he loved comics, reading a comic, fucking around on his phone, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so he would hear me like slumber out of bed and he knew I hated the job. He knew I hated getting up. So to cheer me up every day, he, when he heard me get up, he would cue up a song on his phone and he would play it out loud to get me going mm. and get me excited for the day. I mean, I would, it's stupid for me to ask, be like, would you like to guess what song it is? I mean, you're probably never going to guess, but if you did, I would be like, oh. I mean, I think I already know that. Okay. Yeah. It, he would cue up Europe's final yeah, countdown. Yeah. Did he change the song up every now and then? No. It was always Final Countdown. Always the Final Countdown (laughs) from Europe. You know? It's a very triumphant sound. I I love shitty metal. This is true. Yeah. And also, at the time, we we were watching a lot of Arrested Development. Right. Job's Job's theme song. Yeah. So, I would hear that, and I'd be like, fuck yeah. (laughs) I mean, I hate my job, but fuck yeah. And I'd I'd have my slacks on, and I'd have my tie, my button-up shirt. They hear that? Yeah, I had to wear a tie. Oh. And I would hear that, and then I'd come into the kitchen dancing like Joe. So I was <laughs> yeah. just so fucking excited. And he'd be like, Where did the lighter feel? <laughs> <laughs> Trick says something all is due for money. Um, and so he would do that to get me going, which was very nice. Well, I decided one day I was going to give him a little something extra. Oh. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. so, I don't know this part. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Yo, you're in for... Okay. <laughs> um, so, he came home, like he always does, uh, sitting in the kitchen, trying to get up out of bed. He heard me get up out of bed. I heard the song start. Yeah. Instead of putting on clothes, uh, I decided to shimmy into the living room completely naked, <laughs> where he could not see me from around the corner. <laughs> so while the music is playing and I'm standing there, I take my cock... Oh. And I tuck it between my legs Buffalo like Buffalo Bill. Bill. Buffalo and then I cross my legs and I put my arms out like Jesus, like Buffalo Bill did. Buffalo Bill. Yeah. And then, you know, you have to be careful because you don't want the cock to pop out. Yeah, that could, right? be, a, that could be a crime. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so while the music is playing, I shimmy into the doorway. Yeah. And he's just sitting there, not looking, 
but he know he can see me from the corner of the eye that I'm there because yeah. he assumes I'm wearing clothes. Right. So he's just like reading, you know, reading comics, whatever. The songs going on, but I'm dancing <laughs> there, like I'm like kind of like you know I'm doing the Buffalo Bill dance. Yeah. I'm not saying would you fuck me, right? But I'm doing but like I'm feeling. It. I'm feeling. It. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving him the look, you know. Yeah. You know, I got the look. I got the pouty lips. You know, mm, you know, you cock between my legs. You didn't have the chest. No chest. No, I did not. <laughs> and then like. He finally looks over to say good morning, and he had he like looked over and he's like, <laughs> but it wasn't like sh- it was shock, not yeah. like disgusting shock. It was like, Whoa! and then he just starts laughing. Because <laughs> I got him, got him off guard, oh, and man. he had like this certain laugh because you know he always made people laugh, but if you can make him laugh, that was a fun moment. Right. It was it was a moment that we shared. So the moral of the story is, Brian, if you're ever depressed, don't let me know. Because I just might show up with a cock tuck. It's good. Okay, I'm not going to tell you that I'm kind of always a little bit. Oh. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> you like Bruce Banner. That's my secret. Yeah. Okay. Unlike Ed, though, I've opted to never kill myself out of spite. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, speaking of bad jokes, I'm going to pull this Because I want my enemies to have me around forever. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my mom called me because my mom found out that Ed had passed. And my yes. mom, my mom knew Ed, actually. She knew because oh, yeah. Ed used to come over to the house. And so she knew Ed. And she called. She's like, I'm so sorry, you know. And she's like, Michael, what you, I hope to God you never do that. And I'm like, Mom, I'm going to spite live. Yeah, yeah. That's what I call it. I'm going to yeah, spite live. That's where even, I'm at even if I get utterly depressed, no, I'm going to spite live everyone. It's a Larry David thing, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it honestly is. Yeah. Um, when, uh, when I when I first got sober, I told my friend Jason that I was like, "Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm done drinking," and he said, "You'll never make it." And uh, I hold that oh. over him to this day, yeah, because I'm now 11 years sober. And congratulations! And, and I'm doing it all out of spite. as you should, <laughs> <laughs> all out of spite goes a long way. Yeah, I actually pulled up some when stuff he's from in face. a fucking casket. I'm going to yell at his dead body and tell him that I fucking made it. Oh, good. <laughs> I've been sober the whole time. I wanted to pull these up and read this. So, like, people on Facebook were obviously upset. Yeah. That, yeah, that rightfully Ed, so. Ed has passed, rightfully so. But, like, for his close friends, like John, Davey, and, and Sean, like, how are we coping with it? You know, we, like, obviously, we were, like, we were angry. I was very angry at first. And, and then, but obviously, we, we do what we can to cope. And for us, it's bad jokes. So, yeah, yeah. The, the day after, I didn't know if I was going to sleep that night. Because I was just, like, my mind was running. Yeah. Um, I did fall asleep, and then when I woke up, the first thing I thought of was this, and I posted it on Facebook, and I said, I finally woke up, and the first thing that popped into my head regarding Ed was, I know people are upset about Biden canceling student debt, but don't you think you took it a bit too far? (laughs) But I also also messaged John David, and I'm like, "I, I don't know. And he's like, no, fuck it, post it. Yeah, that's funny. And then I saw what John Davey posted. Oh. Which is even better. This is what John wrote about <laughs> about Ed the day after Ed left this world. John Davey wrote, congratulations, best Robin Williams impression ever. <laughs> I know some of you people will be like, what the oh, fuck is wrong with you people? Oh, God. But understand, Ed would laugh at those things. Right. He would honestly... Laugh at that wholeheartedly. <laughs> Are Did we, Sean have any fun words? To- uh, unfortunately, so Sean has been like super busy. 
Yeah. Like, he's, like, trying to do arrangements with the family and everything, so he is he has not had a chance to be a dick like the rest of us. <laughs> um, sure. I know. I'm sorry. In time, though, it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited for what Sean has to say. Um, I, I mean, I can say it now, because this episode will come out after the fact, but I have a feeling that at the memorial, you might find your eyes locking with oh. Mr. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm a small wad of cash. I, I can <laughs> I can say this because this, this will air after the memorial. Uh, well, I spoke to Sean today because he's, he's probably going to have to speak at the memorial. Yeah. So he's trying to figure out what to say, and I told him, just just do it like a pre-show at the Rocky, but he's yeah. like, yeah, the family's going to be there, though. That might be a little weird, but he's, he's going to work some stuff in. He might he said he might pull out a luchador mask to put it oh, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ed, Ed was in he was into wrestling. Yeah, um, Ed would Ed used to cosplay as the uh, Dom DeLuise character from Cannibal Run. Okay, uh, the superhero character. With, yeah, yeah. I forgot the name. That's um, a that's a deep cut. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, physically he fit right. shape, and right. yeah, it was it was awesome, awesome uh, cosplay. He he did that cosplay more than once. So yeah, having said that, I really only got one more thing to talk about, yeah. which I think is fascinating. Um, and this is a bit of a repeat, actually. It's, it's fascinating. <laughs> uh, for those of you who have listened to uh, your podcast, yeah, Electric Monster, we did an episode about Night of the Living Dead. Yes, where I talk about. One of- the best episodes on the show, I feel. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Okay. We did the research. We put in the work. We did do research. And we recorded it from a weird hotel room. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that. It was <laughs> yeah. like remote on-tour location. Yeah. yeah. Um, I talked about some stuff regarding Ed then. So this is a repeat. I'm going to do it on my show for those who did not hear it on the Night of the Living Dead episode. But what a lot of people might not know, I actually posted some stuff about it on Facebook, and people are like, oh my god, I totally forgot about that. I never forgot. You never forgot. <laughs> um, Ed Lipinski, myself, and our friend Casey, we we were in a band yeah. together in the early 2000s, and it was not a rock band. band. Yeah, loose quotes, yeah, loose finger quotes. quotes. Around that. It's not a rock <laughs> band. It was a rap band. Yeah. And it was called the the Ghoul Brigade. You're not going to rap at me again, are you? I might. But God damn it! There, there'll, there'll be context to it. Le- legitimate, DCA'd. Le- DCA'd real legitimate life. context. There's a reason for it. <laughs> okay. uh, I don't know if I explained in that episode where the Ghoul Brigade came from, but at Ooh, the, Ghoul Origins. Yeah, Ghoul Origins. That could be one word. Ghoul Origins. Ghoul Origins. It's almost like Ghoulardi. It is almost like Ghoulardi. Yeah. Um. So, I started writing a musical a long what? time ago. Yeah. What? I know. Music? About monsters? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I st- Actually, I started writing a music that was going to be kind of like Rocky, just a Rocky Horror ripoff, basically, but it was about zombies. You write what you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I started writing it. I even had a script. I had people come over cool. to record dialogue just to see how it would play out. Yeah. I started writing songs, like all kinds of songs for this. Like it was, You should bring it back. You know, yeah, here's the problem. You should do it as like a like an audio drama. Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. We could do Foley. <sighs> well, there's, stuff. there's bad news regarding it, but well, Ed is dead. Ed is dead. So that's like that's part of the but band. The uh, um, the musical was called Tears and Dismemberment. Okay. And it was going to be about a mad scientist who uh, brings back the dead to life to take over the world. You're Franken. Yeah. Yeah. The scientist was going to be a German named Doctor Richard Unschitz. Okay. Which, if you think a- about it. 
dick on shits? Yeah, no, I didn't have yeah. to think that hard yeah. about it. Yeah. You uh, you really put in the work. I did. <laughs> Dr. Richard on shits? And there was going to be a Brad and Janet character that were going to go to school dance, and while they were at the dance, zombies were going to take over the town. Uh, there was a touring rap act led by somebody named Teabag. That was going to be the Eddie. Sure. That was the origin of the character Teabag. I see. And I wrote a song for the musical, a song called Success, right? And that was going to be the song in it. And um, so the Ghoul Brigade did not exist yet. Yeah. It was just Teabag. Uh, but in the play, in the in this musical, Dr. Richard Olschitz uh-huh. referred to the zombies as the Ghoul Brigade. Ah, uh, okay. The Ghoul Brigade, yes. Was Teabag like a rapper? Yes, he was a rapper. Is that a play on like Ice Tea and Ice Cube? Yes, okay, and sure. also yeah, and also sexual terms. It was going to be ambiguous. Well, yeah, most definitely, most definitely, does that say? So I wrote it. I recorded actual songs, not just the Ghoul Brigade songs, but actual legitimate musical theater songs. Yeah. And, I, and what happened was, um, my boss wanted to buy my computer at the time. I said, okay, yeah, because I was going to upgrade to something else. So yeah. I said, all my files are still on it, so please just leave it alone. Yeah. My boss was like, okay, that's cool. And then his wife was like, oh, new computer. I'll just clean the files off. Everything I wrote, entire script gone. I didn't have a backup. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> Everything's gone. Yeah, so but that I, was years ago. It was. and I, But I did have a couple songs that were on CDs that were saved. Yeah. One of them was the rap song that I wrote for T-Bag. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I like this song. And at that time, Ed, myself, John Davey, Casey, we were listening to ICP. Um because they were fun to listen to. They're just enjoyable. Those are good. They're just good guys, you know? You Those clowns. Know, I feel like you're they're just to, clowning I around. I think you're convincing yourself. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Yup, nub. Yup, nub. Can I get a yup, nub? Can get a yup, nub. Yeah, sweet. So, um, but the thing about Twist, about ICP, though, is there was a, a second band that hung out with them called Twisted. Yes. And they took themselves way more serious. The, the, the music was more hard edge, more rock. They were singing about horror themes, you know, not comical themes. My understanding is not affiliated with ICP anymore. Well, they're friends with them as far as oh, I know. Okay. But yeah, they had a little But fun. they were on the label. Yeah, they were back on the psychopathic the label back then. And so I thought, you know, I, I really like the idea of doing like horror theme music. So I, I said, fuck it. I talked to Ed and I said, let's be in a rap band. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what white kids say to each other. Um, let's be in a rap band. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, we'll call it the Ghoul Brigade. I'll be teabag, you know. Yes. I'll write the music. Yeah, I'll try to write the lyrics. Baby, and all you got to do is show up and be you. Yeah, and, and by be you, I mean dress like a mummy or something. Well, <laughs> Ed was the Ed was the one who came up with the character. He's yeah. like, I want to be Doctor Fu Manchu. That's wonderful. Oh gee, yeah. you got to ask. Oh, gee. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I was like, cool. What like like I'm teabag. Like I'm a dead zombie rap artist. Yeah. Like what is what is Fu Manchu? And he said ancient Chinese mysticist, baby. Yeah. So he would get like the fake Fu Manchu mustache, and he would spirit gum that to his I face. Mean, he's got a good thing going yeah. there. A little racist at the time, though. We didn't realize that <laughs> at the time. At that the was time, racism was invented. True. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and his character, if I remember correctly, because I haven't thought about this in years, he was not a zombie. Yeah. He was the ancient. Ancient Chinese mysticism wizard who brought back from the dead T yeah, Bag. That makes sense. And then our friend Casey joined the group. Yeah. And he became K Trick, also known as K Tricka, the notorious wizard. Oh. 
So you have two wizards yeah. and a zombie. Well, Casey was more D&D wizard related, oh. although he did not dress as a wizard. He just dressed as a zombie. Oh. But he was King Tricka, <laughs> the notorious wizard. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's kind of falling apart. It didn't matter. <laughs> like, if you try to think about narratives with bands, I like I look at Slipknot and I I try I keep trying to think like what what's the story? Yeah, like, I don't I can't figure it out. You know what though? But at least Ghost actually puts in the work. They do. <laughs> they do. They got a good thing going. I um, want you to know this is my second favorite band that you've ever been in. What Ghoul Brigade or yeah? I don't even know what the first band is. That's BJ baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's for another episode because that's also can't ever happen nowadays. No, no, I think that's why I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to talk about BJ later. Yeah, um, that's another treat for you folks. Um, I'll play those songs at some point. I do have those. Oh, God, they're wonderful. Um, I played them for Hazard. Oh God, he loved it. Jesus Christ, <laughs> he absolutely loved it. He was like, "You got to send me that link." Okay, I was like, "You got it, man." I'll, all right, gladly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm, that's how I'm actually cringing a little bit. <laughs> I don't want you to know how many strangers I played these yeah. songs for. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. So you've got Ed Lipinski as Dr. Fu Manchu, myself as T-Bag, and our friend Casey as K-Tricka. Yeah. Um, so the notorious wizard. The notorious wizard. Yeah. So I'm a music guy, so I started writing all the music, and initially I was trying to write as much of the lyrics as possible. And then what would happen is I lived in a trailer at the time with my mom. And so I would go pick up Casey or Ed and I'd bring them over to record to record uh, the vocals. And it's kind of funny. Your poor mother. I was just going <laughs> uh, to mention my mom because yeah. eventually what happened was, and this is why this is the last story I wanted to bring it up because I think it's a nice ending to talk about Ed was he started writing his, his own lyrics, like really yeah. getting into writing yeah. lyrics for Fu Manchu. And um, were they good? I mean... No, <laughs> but in context of what we were going for, they were awesome because they were funny. Yeah, they were funny and they, they were in, on par with what he was trying to do. I mean, it's like you were also like you were kind of batting in that like sixties, fifties shitty horror. We were having fun. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all it was. So like to lean into the, like the absurdity. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give you an example of some lyrics that oh, please that do. that Ed wrote. Please do. So, there's, God, this is an awful story. <laughs> um, we all went to a convention in Tucson, I believe, oh. years before. And uh, we all get drunk and whatever. One of, one of our friends, like... Why do I feel like you're about to say fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about that for a yeah, second. I was we like, all get drunk and fuck. Did we? <laughs> I can't remember. Um... <laughs> So we were all in Tucson, and one of our friends, one of our female friends, um, she, like, passed out or fell asleep in the hotel room, and she told us, like, later on, she's like, yeah, I fell asleep. I woke up in our hotel room, and one of the fucking Rocky guys from a different cast was humping my thigh. Oh. Now, that's pretty awful, because it's like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty, pretty rapey. It is. Yeah. But she didn't care, and she was making a joke about it. She's like, that's fucked up. Fuck that guy, you know? Yeah. Also, she was... She was a, a larger, larger girl. You know? Also, let's be real. The Rocky Horror is a little debauchery. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, that was a weird thing to happen. Like she wakes up, some guy's like humping her thigh. So what did I do? I wrote a rap song about it. <laughs> yeah, called Leg Humper. Uh, and the whole point of the song is that about. Basically, sounds like an ICP type. 
Yeah, there, right? yeah. It's base. It it is. There, it's there's there's no imagination to be used. This is about fucking the fold of an overweight. This is about fucking fat folds. Yeah, this is the best part of the blob. By the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're watching the blob. When we're not, not, I've, been to, I've been to that theater. God damn it! I want to go. See yeah, that. I've been to the blob theater. It's you cool. son of a bitch. Sorry. Go on. I got one up on you. That's okay. Um. So Ed wrote a lyric for, uh, for Leg Humper, which is I gotta remember it. Um. I'll say it slowly so we can understand. Please. Fat bitches, they need love too. With my triple XL, I'm gonna shoot my goo. When I see a plus thigh, my <sighs> dick starts to rise. Gonna tickle my pickle with a cheese on your thighs. <laughs> That's all Ed Lipinski. He wrote that. I'm gonna say it one more time. Fat bitches, they need love too. With the triple XL, I'm gonna shoot my goo. When I see a plus thigh, my dick starts to rise. Gonna tickle my pickle with a cheese on your thigh. Ed was a brilliant man. He was. <laughs> and now, now I'm going to work my mom into this because I realized the whole time that we were doing this, my mom was there at the trailer. This is true. She heard everything. Getting high on weed. Yeah. Smoking up some dupes. Yeah. And if you've ever been in a trailer, you know the walls are paper, paper fucking They practically thin. don't exist. They don't. And when we're recording lyrics, you got to wear headphones. Yeah. So my mom, my mom is sitting there in the next room. Listening to three white boys yeah. just yelling at the top of their mouth, you know, fat bitches, I need love too. Yeah, it's not like um, it's not like there's music playing. No, you're standing in a room that's quiet. Yep, yelling. Yep, the music's in the headphones. Yeah. <laughs> so my mother just she never got to hear the music portion. She just yeah. got to hear Ed myself. Boys, boys. boys is talking about cum and fat folds and yeah. God bless him. But she actually enjoyed it. She thought it was hilarious. <laughs> well, that's she did. Because my mother has a sense of humor. Yeah. So, that was, yeah, it was nice. So, we took the... So, here's the thing about the Google Brigade. This is the final... The, the story that I'm leading up to. Um, yeah. The cool thing about the Google Brigade. The cool Brigade. thing about the Google Brigade is... Um, 2001 was the Gathering of the Juggalos 2. And I can they, think of something else that happened in 2001. But you go on. Right, I know. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I can't. I'm laughing at it, which is to not you, to you. It was the gathering too. To right. most of the other people, it was a, it was a defining moment <laughs> in all of the world. And I'm like, "What's yeah. up? Whoop whoop! Yup nub! Yup nub! Patrick!" They announced for the gathering too that there was going to be an open mic stage, and anybody could sign up to perform. And I thought, "Holy fuck, this is awesome!" Because I had been writing so many songs, and I've been I've been trying to take. With each song, I guys, this is a sign. I, guess, <laughs> I I was trying to. I knew it was a joke. Yeah. We all knew yeah. it was a joke. But I was trying to make it as as real as possible as you far know, as like writing the music. I wanted it to be good music. I wanted it to be enjoyable. I think that's a problem with ICP as well is that they're also a joke, but most people don't realize it. But yeah, they have fun with it though, and yeah. they know that, and that's yeah. That's what I thought. I thought, this is the place for us to actually show this. Yes. This is where we can go. And I will say this. We did perform live. We would perform like once a month at a place called The Venue, which was run by Sean Stuller and Valparaiso. So we did perform. Like, we had it down. We knew how to do it. We did the Beastie Boys thing. Nice. End of every sentence. You know, everybody chime in on that last word. We'd yeah. alternate. Yeah. We all had our characters. We had makeup. And I, we're all going to the gathering, too. Let's the Ghoul Brigade perform at the open mic. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And and we discussed it, like, well, what song are we gonna do? And I and it was suggested, let's do Leg Humper. That's that's the safe bet. That's our moneymaker. Because, <laughs> you know, it's got good music, it's got some awesome rocking beats, you know? And it's a funny song. It's a disgusting yeah. song. Yeah. I'm like, the chuckles are gonna love it. 
This is a, it's a shoe in. Yeah, it's awesome. What what could go wrong? You've never been more confident in your life. Yes, I, <laughs> I like in my mind. Like I was telling them, well, I'm we, like, we won an open mic. This like, is cool. Like I could see, like I we this could be a thing for us. Yeah, you know, they'll sign us. <laughs> Man, fucking dreams. Right? So we all go to the gathering and. uh we go to where the open mic is, and the first thing I notice is it's in a hall. It's not like in a little room. It's in a hall of this convention center. It's just a hallway. Not a hallway. An actual big hall. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like, convention yes, hall. Convention hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they have an actual stage built oh. with scaffolding and lights and sound system, and I'm like... The professional shit. Professional. And, yeah. and I've been in... Lots of bands. I've played out in places. Like, I'm looking at... This is the largest stage that I... I'm like, this is the largest stage I'm ever going to be on. Which yeah, it was. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, this is awesome. This is great. Like, we were so excited. And then it was, you know, like... There were people doing their thing up there. And it was just, like, guys just, like, doing, like... Trying to be, you know, serious rap. You know, yeah, yeah, whatever. That's how they do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, fuck. We're, yeah, Leg Humper, we're in. This is going to love it. Yeah. So... But we're up. They give us wireless mics, which for us is like, this is gold, baby. Wireless mics, this is heaven. Right. And we go up on stage. I give the I give the sound guy the, 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 the CD with the backing track with no vocals. And the nice thing about Leg Humper, there's no musical intro, no long music intro. It just starts. You yeah. know, one, two, three, four, boom, Leg Hump. You know, I'm in it. Yeah. And I do the first verse. Yeah. And, um... Really yeah. And boom! <laughs> it starts... And I, I start my line, and I, I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, I didn't fuck up or nothing. I was doing it. Yeah. We're all up there. Um, the crowd just immediately hated us. Yeah. And immediately started, they just started booing right away. But I'm not going to stop. No. I'm a pro, baby. This is true. That's how you, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going, and, and it's like one of those, those graphs where you see a curve that just increases exponentially. Yeah. That's that's the amount of hate that we got. So it started out booing. Your, your hate graph looked like the stupid debt graph. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So they started booing, and and then they started throwing water bottles at us. Water bottles full of water. Yeah. That they paid five bucks for, and then they started going into the garbage cans to pull garbage out to throw garbage at us, and then it finally ended with them just hocking loogies and just spitting at us. Yeah. And we never even got to the first chorus. In the punk scene, that's called gobbing. Okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I learn yeah. something every day. Yeah. So that's disgusting. It didn't even get to the first chorus. They shut the music off, and it was like Showtime at the Apollo. Like, we had to exit the stage, get off. Yeah. And, like, Casey was pissed. Like, he he was... I'm sorry. Kay Tricka. Yeah. Notorious Wizard was pissed. And, like... My only disappointment was that, like, that they're going to miss out on the joke, you know, and right. what could have been a fun moment. And But Ed just thought it was funny. Like, was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck, fuck it, it was funny. He didn't care. It was great. I think Ed and I have a very similar sense of humor. I, I You would have loved him. <laughs> he would have loved him. And um, so, yeah, uh, I, the thing about that story is, and I'm just going to add this to the next day, I was standing against the wall, just minding my business, and this little kid came up to me and he's like, oh, hey! You were in that band yesterday when I saw that. Uh, hey, you were in that band. And I was like, the Ghoul Brigade. He's like, yeah, I love you guys. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thanks, little man. Thanks for being like the only guy that didn't spit on us. He's like, oh, no, no, no. 
Everybody else was spitting on you, so I was spitting on you, too. <laughs> Fucking twat. Oh, boy. So. That's wonderful. The thing about the Ghoul Brigade is, <laughs> I that's probably one of my favorite memories of Ed. Because yeah. that was a time where we got to spend time together in my mom's trailer, collaborating on writing songs, uh, lyrics. They oh. didn't They didn't necessarily collaborate on the music that was on me, but we all worked together. And, like, I don't know how many songs we did. We did, like, six or seven songs. And yeah, I think I've heard, like, three or four. Yeah. One of the, the last songs that we did together was a song called Enter the Dragon. Because we all yes. we all loved kung fu, we all loved martial arts. I mean, fuck, he, Ed called himself Doctor Fu Manchu. <laughs> oh, gee, right. And so the thing that I like about, I think, out of all the Blue Brigade songs, that one is my favorite because I really tried to make the music sound like an, an actual song to be taken seriously. And 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 Ed, myself, and Casey, we worked on um, actually trying to do a song where we were not just taking. I would do a verse and he would do a verse. We would do, we're dividing the verse up amongst all three of us. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. the most com- in and out. Yeah. It was yeah. the most complex that we ever did. And then, mm-hmm. um, but the thing is, Ed wrote the last lines of the song, the last oh. verse he actually wrote, oh. which was really cool. And he was super excited yeah. about it because we all love Bruce Lee. And I remember, uh, Bruce Lee had a, a certain way of, of getting, uh, when he would deliver a punch, you know, like, some guys were like, yeah! Bruce Lee was like, what's up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. yeah. And so it's like, I, I gotta, I, can I work that into the song? And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, work it into the song. Yeah, you do not have to ask permission. You were Dr. Fu you were, Manchu. Yeah, oh gee! <laughs> so, Dr. Fu Manchu wrote the last lines of Enter the Dragon, which are, um, wax song, <laughs> I gotta say, that's I'll say it first, but it's <clears throat> Wax Song I can't even fucking say it, restaurant. <laughs> Mukele Mumbembe. Yeah. Wax on, wax off, bitch you better back off. And don't be frontin' cause you know you just a jack off. Got mad skills, man. We ain't bragging. What's up, bitch? Here come the dragon. Oh Yeah. That's pretty good. That was Ed wrote that. That's pretty good. And, yeah, so that was the last uh last uh lyrical verse line. That's wonderful. And he he wrote it. And uh, so this episode, actually, how I'd like to end this episode oh. is um, I'm going to end it. Well, actually, you're going to edit it in, but this is true. it's going <laughs> to end with the full version of Enter the Dragon. So you can hear the final song yes. that Ed, Casey, and myself did together that we collaborated on and wrote together. So those I are, still have that downloaded. I have it on my phone. Okay, I'll send it to you. So if you've never heard The Ghoul Brigade, you'll get to hear at least one song. And if you know Ed... Great, you get to hear him rap. Like I said, we weren't good, but we were just having fun. So that is this episode. Yeah. Ed Lipinski, fuck off for <laughs> how you decided to leave. Actually, about a week before he, he did the deed, yeah. uh, he posted on Facebook that he had a dream about his funeral, and he told on Facebook, he's like, you know, at some point I'm going to pass away. I don't want any memorials or funerals. Don't, don't, just go on with your lives. Yeah. But we're all like, listen, you did the one thing we didn't want you to do, so we're all going to do the thing that you didn't want us to do. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about you now. Ed, if you're out there in the ethereal plane, too bad, buddy. <laughs> too bad. Yeah. I'm going to eventually post all the Ghoul Brigade songs on Spotify so everybody can hear you <laughs> rap. Only fans.
Oh, OnlyFans, yeah. Posted on OnlyFans. Posted on OnlyFans. So there's a paywall. There's a paywall. And yeah. then they'll, and Dave Mustaine, me as Dave Mustaine, yeah. will do an intro-outro for every song. Oh, yeah, it could be like your own little radio show. Yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. What do you mean it's the Gold Brigade? <laughs> ah, the Gold Brigade again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, thanks for listening to the episode, everybody. I yeah. appreci- you know, actually, before I end it, uh, promo, what do you got going on? You, got, um, you have shit coming up. I don't. It should be right before Frankenfest, which is in September. You're doing Frankenfest. September 17th, I okay. believe. So you'll be in Detroit? Yeah. September 17th. Okay. Close to Ed's stomping grounds, right? Up in Detroit. Up in Detroit. A stone's throw, stone throw away. Twisted and ICP. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's where the Ghoul Brigade should have gone. Last time I went to Detroit, I got my identity stolen. So fingers uh, crossed that yeah. doesn't happen okay. again. Maybe I'll just use cash this time. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it's a one-day show. Okay. And then after that, I got Skyline, Skyline, Skyline. Driving. Yeah. 6th and 7th of October, and then by the time this all comes out, I'll probably have the table for the Living Dead weekend paid for. Evansville? Yeah. Okay. I think that's uh, mid-October. And that should be it. That'll be the end of the year. That's cool. Three shows, man. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I hope people go out and buy stuff from you. Uh, you make money this weekend, and you can come to the Skyline show. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah. So, everybody out there, Oh man, this, really this, working through some stuff. This here. tea is coming up. Sorry, <laughs> everybody out there. Thanks for listening to this episode. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Uh, I hope you know a little more about Ed than you did before. Uh, he was an awesome guy. We are uh, obviously sad and heartbroken that he's gone. He decided to go out on his own terms. You know what do you do? What can you say? So just uh, share the memories. Listen to some Ghoul Brigade at some point and have a good laugh because that's what he probably would have wanted. Make some fun jokes. Make yeah. fun of each other. I want, I want to say a thing, too. Yeah, go ahead. Because, you know, I lost my dad, and I want to say that the people that you hold close learn their stories, too. Yeah. Because that's really all, that's all you have, yep. stories. And uh, that's kind of what the podcast is for. It's like hanging yeah. out with friends, connecting via movies. Yeah. And just tell them these weird, goofy, fucking stories. So, yeah, that's yeah, that, that's what I wanted. I wa- I wanted to leave something so that people can come back and be like, I think there's, I think Ed dressed as a clown. At yeah, point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I think Ed Ed saw some cock talking. Ed definitely saw some cock talking. He saw some cock talking. Yeah, there are a lot. Of, there was there was. I mean, I, there are a lot of stories about Ed. Yeah. So so share the stories amongst each other. Post them. Have fun. Be sad. That's fine. You can be sad, but also be happy. You know, try try to find some happiness in the stories. Yeah. If that makes any sense. So, thanks for listening. With that being said, oh, next episode, we're... Uh, <laughs> I swear to God, if somebody else kills himself, yeah. I will fucking... I'm going to go ballistic. The next episode's going to be about... Yup, no, can I get a yup, no, for the living dinosaur of the Congo, baby? Yeah. Uh, this is where you got to do all your German stuff Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's the end. Thanks for listening. Tschüss, auf Wiedersehen und bis später. I still don't know what any of that means. One day I'll learn. Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Repulsive and evil, existing only to plague the living. Gonna kick you a little ASS like David Lopan, I'm the motherfucking best. Samurai showdown, everybody throw down. Gonna 
Harvey, stand in the way and get ready to drop. You wanna fight this motherfucker, then you shit at enough. Like a dragon, post to strike, we got a wing spread open and we're ready to fight. Take what we want, leave the rest. Dragon. Dragon. 